Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. We are back here once again this Monday afternoon. Uh, not a whole lot has changed in the price of gold or silver since we last spoke, so uh, we will spare you running down the numbers and get straight into my conversation. Happy to be welcome in with the CEO of BlackRock BlackRock Gold. That's Mr. Andrew Pollard. Andrew's going to come on here and give us a little bit of update from the latest news from the company. Uh, Andrew, pleasure to have you back on and a happy new year. Yeah, happy new year to you. It's great to be here. All right, uh, we are going to just kind of follow up. Let's first get uh, the latest from Utonapo West Project. Uh, this is one of the big latest developments. Uh, the whole area, whole district around Tonopah, uh, you and a couple other companies such as Suma Silver have been pulling out some decent grades on the drill. Uh, give us a rundown of the latest, uh, latest drill results that you found there and kind of what it means for your project, the Tonopah yeah. West Project. Well, decent grades. My goodness, you're a hard audience because I think these <laughs> grades are nothing but world-class numbers we've been pulling out. So, you know what? It, it's true as what you say. I mean, um, there's lots of activity going on down in Tonopah, and it's really amazing because this is the first time in about 100 years that any of this district has seen any real uh, drilling, at least targeted on the historic workings. And uh, both Suma Silver and BlackRock started drilling at roughly the same time in June of this year. Uh, we came out of the gates swinging. Our very first drill result, which we released at the end of July, uh, right as silver was French kissing 30 bucks, was 30 meters of uh, just under a kilogram per ton silver equivalent. So, you know, that really um, that really put the world on notice and said, you know, maybe the historic miners got it wrong and, and uh, uh, they left a lot there. And, and uh, we've been putting one, we've been putting our head down doing the hard yards ever since. And um, since we released that very first drill result, uh, we've released 39 more and we've been hitting it out of the park. Um, we've got uh, out of 40 drill results and that includes a bunch of holes that you know, either deviated or drill bits broke off or what have you. But we've now got over 30 significant intercepts ranging from say a meter in thickness up to 29 meters in thickness uh, and from 200 grams per ton all the way up to 4,600 kilos silver equivalent, uh, 4,600 grams per ton silver, silver equivalent or 4.6 kilos. So, you know, it, this is a world-class system that we're on. And, um, you know, the story goes this time a hundred years ago that production shut down, not because they exhausted the mines, but because silver prices tanked from a dollar an ounce down to 35 cents an ounce as the great uh, depression started emerging. And, yeah, we're, we've now got uh, multiple significant discovery uh, areas on our project. We've breathed uh, fresh life into two of the biggest uh, historic mines in the entire district. And um, this year, we're turning the corner from maiden round of drilling to we've told the market we're going to be delivering a resource estimate on just one of our target areas by uh, by the end of the year. So we're hoping to be able to not just be a you know, a grassroots or, or brownfield uh, a drill story anymore. We'll actually be able to be backstopped and re-rated with a resource estimate very soon. You know, on the back of the first initial real high-grade drill results that you had out of the Tonopah West, you kind of responded and were able to raise a fairly decent amount of money. Can you talk to us uh, how much cash you have in your bank right now and how far that should get you through the remainder of the year? 
Yeah, no, great question. Yeah, so you know when we uh, when we hit uh, on that very first hole, I mean we halted the stock and we opened up a, that that added about a hundred million dollars to our market cap in the span of a week, and uh, it got uh, investors, uh, you know, including the likes of Eric Sprott, to reach out and effectively offered us a, a pretty substantial private placement at the time. Um, you know, originally when we set out and started drilling on on our maiden round of drilling in June, we were only planning on doing 7,500 meters. Well, guess what? Uh, with that, uh, with topping up the treasury and realizing that, um, you know, our interpretation of the ge geologic system was true, uh, we, we, you know, deployed this capital efficiently. We drilled over 30,000 meters between June and December of last year. Um, and that's got, that leaves us with about 24 drill holes in the lab pending assay, which are a lot to look forward to and has put every single one of our options in the company or not options, warrants in the company and the money. So we've been having a steady stream of money coming in every month since uh, to help offset some of the drilling costs. Um, you know, we're getting chased by pretty much, uh, well, there's some serious groups, uh, both institutional uh, investment banks and even strategics that are wanting to, uh, uh, you know, throw us some money and take position in the company. But we're going to be very, very, uh, well, we're going to pick our moment very, um, uh, you know, for when the time is right to top up again. Uh, that said, we've got a lot of drilling lined up for uh, this year, uh, resource definition drilling on a vein system with multiple veins in that area is going to require a lot of drilling and, and uh, it's going to pay for a lot of news releases too. So yeah, we're going to pick our moments. I mean, and you know, now that we're, you know, trading around a hundred million, a hundred and uh, you know, between 90 and 110 million, depending on the day, you know um, yeah, we'll, you know, hopefully get a sizable investment, but it's going to be at our terms. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. No, though that's pretty interesting comment there. You know, you obviously you're in a position where you have to kind of take the money as it becomes available, but luckily for you, you have enough cash in the bank to kind of get you through. I mean, you're obviously not desperate for it, uh, but you know, what kind of conditions would it take for you to go back to the market and raise? Well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, we've, uh, we, we've got all of our house in order in the sense that, you know, when we're ready, uh, we'll be able to likely push forward uh, with a short form prospectus offering uh, when the time is right. And what that means is we won't really have to offer a substantial discount to market, um, uh, you know, it'll be free trading stock. So whoever wants to come in and, and, and uh, make us an offer, I mean, we'll be able to uh, dictate the terms. And I mean, it's, it's far less dilutionary than uh, having to, uh, you know, do a typical non-brokered or brokered private placement where there's a four month hold in there. Um, that said, you know, anytime we've done a financing in the past, uh, also seems to correspond with the stock going on a big, big run. Like when we did the Sprott financing in August, that was priced at 72 cents. By the time we closed it a week later, we were trading at our all-time highs, which was a buck 61 Canadian. So, you know, it, 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 it's one of those things uh, where, you know, even when you're doing, people get weary of, you know, companies that, <clears throat> that, that uh, you, you know, are ultimately going to take more money at one point or another, be thinking that, you know, it's going to cause a sell-off. The last two financings we've done uh, have been when the, the, the stock has ended up trading up significantly on the news. In fact, we did the, it, to, to fund the initial part of our maiden drill program uh, in June, uh, we did a 20 cent financing uh, for four and a half million dollars to pay for that initial drilling. And by the time we closed that financing, I think we were trading at over 40 cents. Like we could have upsized that financing many times over, but the exchange wouldn't let us because the stock had run so much. So, you know, I, I you know, we've we've got a very very um, uh, appetizing offering 
in terms of you know what what investors want to see because we're hitting at absolutely astronomical grades. I mean, our highest gold take out the silver entirely. I mean, this is a pure play precious metals district. It produced at a hundred to one silver gold ratio historically. Well, take away the silver component. I mean, we've hit grades up to gold grades up to twenty six grams per ton. Uh, you know, we've got multiple, uh, I, I don't even know how many more uh, intercepts we have above 10 grams per ton gold. You know, that's, you know, when you when you factor in the silver, I mean, we've hit two kilograms pure silver. Um, so, you know, and this isn't uh, Sinaloa, Mexico, it's not Alaska, it's not the Yukon, and it's not Peru. This is literally halfway between Las Vegas and Reno with a highway going across the property. We're about 30 kilometers away from Kinross's Round Mountain Mine, which has produced over 15 million ounces of gold. And we're, you know, arguably the best uh, jurisdiction to be in if you're a mining company. We, you know, uh, not a single mine in Nevada shut down all of last year because of COVID. Uh, they're uh, deemed an essential business down there. So if I'm, you know, a first majestic silver, you know, whose motto is one country, one commodity, well, they had to shut down for a while. You know, look at all these other Latin American focused silver companies. They had to shut down with some pretty stringent regulations. Nevada doesn't. I'd be rethinking those policies. I'd be, I'd be looking at spreading some risk around. And Tonopah itself, I mean, it, it, back in the day, it produced 174 million ounces of silver, nearly 2 million ounces of gold. Um, and that got cut short due to uh, tanking metals prices. Well, you know, this is, Nevada is known as the silver state for a reason, um, you know, and, and it's known as the silver state for the Comstock, Lode, and Tonopah. Um, we now control more than half of the Tonopah Silver District, and we've been showing with our drill results uh, that there is a lot of love left to, uh, left to be had there. So, um, you know, this is a very unique opportunity, uh, and, and, you know, it's sitting, it's been hiding in plain sight right in the heart of the Walker Lane District. Uh Obviously, the, the, you've been very successful the last uh, six or whatever eight months with the drill result at Tonopah West. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of curious because I every time I have a conversation with Chris Taylor from Great Bear, uh, it always kind of comes up. It's like you know the market almost expects a company like Great Bear to have like really good high grade uh, gold results from their drill, right? And it's it's kind of just kind of what has come to be expected. But it doesn't do much to move their stock much anymore. Uh, now, I know that's maybe comparing apples to, apples to oranges here. But I'm just kind of curious, like, is that is could there potentially be a position to where you continue to show these high-grade silver equivalent drill results? But it also comes to be expected by the market that you'll continue to hit these. Is that a concern? Well, that, that means I'm doing my job right. I mean, ultimately, this that, this is a district that, um, well, any you know, it's a low sulfidation district, right? So we're drilling into veins. Now, anytime you drill a vein system, you're going to see variation in terms of the grades. And it's going to be, how does it average out? And you're trying to establish continuity of the veins. Well, we know historically this district produced at over two kilogram uh, per ton silver equivalent, which puts it nearly in a league of its own in terms of a global uh, silver um, uh, primary district. So, you know, uh, you know, uh, for on one of our veins, for example, on the Merton vein, uh, we hit 
Uh, one of our first hits on that vein, we hit about a meter and a half of 250 or 300 grams per ton silver equivalent. Well, guess what? About 100 meters um, uh, along strike of that, we hit a meter and a half of 46 hundred grams per ton silver equivalent. So you're going to see variation. That's to be expected. Uh, but what you want to see is, is, you know, it's the bulk of the hits, the plurality of the hits. Does this do high grade or low grade? And right now we're averaging, um, if you take up all of our significant intercepts and average them out, we're averaging at just under 800 grams per ton silver equivalent. Those are fantastic grades. Um, you know, that's in line with what uh, Silvercrest's uh, average grades average out at. And they're one of the highest grade stories on the planet. Uh, with a market cap in excess of a billion and a half dollars. Um, so, you know, one of the things we're trying to do is, yeah, we're trying to deliver the goods with every single um, set of drill results we, we have. But the biggest thing and, and the, the biggest um, deliverable we have this year is we're going to be in a position to have a resource estimate put out. And that's going to help us that's going to help the banks value us further. It's going to help um, strategics value us further. And it's going to certainly uh, uh, set uh, well, it, it should re-rate us, but it should sort of um, uh, backstop our valuation. I mean, look at Silvercrest. They're, uh, you know, they're a billion and a half dollars. Well, their resource that they're basing everything off of is only like 150 million ounces of silver or thereabouts. Um, I don't see why we couldn't uh, have something, uh, uh, you know, similar in line to that, if not certainly property-wide. But, uh, you know, we just want to get something to market to that will allow us to show that we're not just you know, an exploration story that we can really fast track this towards development. And really the other thing that this um, resource estimate will allow us to do is, uh, is try and get back underground, open things up underground, because there's about 55 kilometers of historic workings on our property. And if we can get underground and justify with this resource estimate that, you know, we got a reasonable shot of, of uh, moving this thing forward, then that means we'll be able to start teeing off at the face of these veins with the drill rigs. And that's where the rubber really hits the road. So um, this is going to be a fun year, I think, in the markets, if we can keep uh, uh, proving up uh, uh, you know, the potential size of this thing. But so far, I mean, we've been hitting it as maiden rounds of drilling go this, we've been hitting it at an obscene level. And, you know, we're, you know, if, if you like gold, you know, we've got, we're hitting high grade gold. If you like silver, I mean, there's some people that are calling for 50 or a hundred dollars silver this year. If that's the case, well, you know, we're in the heart of Nevada and, uh, these grades, I mean, money's going to flow to the high grade projects first. And we're, you know, right now we're showing that this, uh, this district uh, deserves to be uh, uh, in that top tier. Uh, we just got a couple of minutes left here, Andrew. So let's move north up to your Silver Cloud property. In yeah. November, excuse me, in November, you announced a 3,500 meter drill program. What's the latest from Silver Cloud? Yeah, so we finished that round of drilling in uh, mid-December. So we've got 14 or so drill holes completed. Uh, and those were RC drill holes. So uh, it should be relatively quick turnaround time. I expect we should have those results back this year. We're testing, we tested a lot of pro, uh, targets. Um, one of the targets is a brand new undrilled portion of this property. And this property is is right where the Carlin trend intersects with another very prolific um, uh, gold trend known as the Northern Nevada Rift, which is ultra high grade. And we're directly next to the Hollister vein system, which one of the highest grade gold mines in Nevada. And those veins were mined right up to the uh, property border. And on our side of that claim map, uh, of the claim map, we found eight veins outcropping its surface. And this is an area that no one's ever drilled into before. So uh, we're testing on this round of drilling to see if we have the Western extension of Hollister, which 
Um, well, you know, Tonopah is ultimately what our valuations are uh, uh, based off of. That's what's got the market excited and it's real, you know, the real meat and potatoes of the company. But Silver Cloud really has the opportunity of being the dessert for investors. And, you know, we got 14 drill holes there at the lab and, um, you know, it's when expectations are, you know, everyone's everyone's got big expectations built into Tonopah. Um, no one's really talking about Silver Cloud, but if we hit there, anything in line with what uh, either the Midas mine, which we're on trend of, or Hollister, uh, you know, we're producing it, which was well over an ounce per ton. I bet it could be a, an extra sweet start to the year for investors, but we'll see. It's out of our hands now. And um, we're also looking at potentially spinning out Silver Cloud into a new vehicle uh, early in this uh, new year, too, once we get these results back, which will allow BlackRock to be focused exclusively on building out Tonopah into a tier one, you know, precious metals mining complex. Um, and it'll, you know, unlock value for investors with uh, a spin out in a new vehicle, which will be focused on northern Nevada and and, uh, and uh, Silver Cloud. So we'll see. Obviously, a lot will um, uh you know, a lot will be informed by these drill results in terms of what a budget would look like up there and what a new company could look like. But, you know, we're certain we've got a monster by the tail down in Tonopah. And, um, you know, the train is, you know, picking up steam. It's already left the station, but we got a lot of room to run now, I think. Well, interesting developments there with SilverCloud. We will wait to get the final news out of that once it becomes available. But first, I got some drill results to get out. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, appreciate your time, my friend. Thank you yeah, so much. You, you know, the, the drill results I've really got my eyes on at Tonopah, which we're expecting imminently, are from the Victor vein, which is where we hit that 30 meter, uh, 29 meters of a kilogram per ton silver. Now, we think we figured this out and, and uh, we've got two holes at the lab from Victor, which are going to be due either this week or next week. I I think but uh if we hit it dead on um you know we might get another nice thick hit there so uh stay tuned and um and uh yeah that would be a, a hell of a hell of a start to 2021 if we if we got that one right there you go we could use some good news how about that Cheers. Uh, andrew pollard thank you so much he's the ceo of blackrock gold they trade on the toronto venture exchange with the symbol brc andrew have yourself a great rest of the week you too thanks very much the information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.